Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Coffee with Concrete Rose. If you don't know, this is your first time tuning in. My name is Angel, and this is Coffee with Concrete Rose, where I drink some coffee or tea, and I go through some newsreel about God, fashion, entrepreneurship, and I give you some type, some tips, types, some tips and insight into entrepreneurship or fashion that you may not know. So welcome and let's get right into it. So you all, as you know, lately I have been trying to give you some insight into some of the music that is out. It's really good. It's positive music. Um, A lot of the artists are going to be Christian. Um, So this song that I have for you all today is by um, a producer named Sango. Um, He... Uh, produces electronic music. This is more of his slower electronic music and it's called His Name. Let's get right into it. Have peace again. Have purpose again. And that is Sango, his name. Okay, so he has some awesome music, y'all. Um, he his he also partnered with one of my favorite artists. His name is uh, Xavier Omar. I don't know if you've all heard of him. But if you haven't, look him up on iTunes, Spotify. Both of them have some wonderful, wonderful music to listen to. So... All right, you all, it's time to hop into the today's inspiration. As you know, every show starts out with some inspiration from the Lord because we need it. (laughs) So let's get right into it. For your life today, God wants you to know that this is the day that the Lord has made. This one was a powerful one for me. I know it sounds simple, but um, you have to know that this is the day that the Lord has made. Um, He wants you to know this because the days can blend together. They can be overwhelming with all the priorities, the tasks, the things that we aspire to do. And we just feel like I can't get it all done. And I need to. 
But it's in this day that we have to remember that it's the day that the Lord has made. That means relinquishing our worries, our burdens to him. And when we do that, we will not just feel lighter, but we receive the peace of God that comes beyond all understanding. Yesterday, I talked about the Lord being our portion, meaning that he's enough. When we relinquish, hey, I can't get this all done without you, Lord. He becomes all that we need. And he then we can go in and say, Lord, help me to be able to get these things done that are of priority today. And you will be guided throughout your day. The Lord says that his burden is light and his yoke is easy. The frustrations do not have to be a burden to you. You do not give them to God. All right. So I want you all to be inspired with the verse of the day. Um, I've already said part of it, um, but it comes from Matthew eleven thirty, where Jesus was talking about uh, the Pharisees and their, opp- their uh, oppression of religious rules over the people and how it was burdening, a burden to the people to try to keep all these religious rules. Um, but with God, Jesus was saying that his burden is light. His yoke is easy. Basically, his way is easy and light. So we don't need to make this walk with God more complex than it needs to be. Address at the beginning of every day and ask him to guide you. Address God at the beginning of every day and ask him to guide you in the way that you need to go. For this is the day that the Lord has made. All right. So you all um, will be right back with the topic of the day. We will have no news reels on Thursdays because we're getting hot and heavy into some of the personal experiences. And I want to dedicate more time to those. And let's get right into it. All right, so let's get into the topic of the day. But before I forget, I did not tell you all what I was drinking today. So I am drinking tea. Um, It is called, uh, it's a chocolate pure tea. And that's the P-U hyphen E-R-H. And pure tea is really, um, it's a, it's like a a curated uh, coffee. Um, It's comes from China, but the more it ages, people go crazy for it because no tea is the same when you have pure tea. I'm like, this is some really bougie soie tea. But anyways, it tastes like tea. Um, the flavors and I, I mean, I taste the tea, but I don't understand why I had to pay so much for it. Not going to lie, but let's get into the topic of the day. So how to get over arguments and conflicts with your business partner is the topic of the day. This is so good because I have had to encounter it so many times. Um, But I'm going to give you five ways to solve conflict with your business partner. Um, I've experienced this in many ways. One, because I'm very strong-minded and I have a lot of pride. Well, I had, and I'm not going to say I have. I had a lot of pride. But in the meantime, I did have to find some ways to... um, 
even with no pride there, just talking through some tough times, how to solve conflict or misunderstandings with my business partners. Because <laughs> I each business has different people, group of people that I have to work with. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the, one of the things that you have to understand that each person has a different dynamic about them. So whereas you may talk to this person that you, you say, well, I don't have conflict with this person. Like I do this person do not as a leader favor one person over the other, because they, they bring things to the table that are equally important just because you're, uh, you may feel like this person's uh, personality is more compatible with yours does uh, don't negate other people um, based off of personality differences um, honestly as a leader you want to find the strengths in each person and allow that person to work out of their strengths or even strengths they they, they don't know about you want them to work out of those so let's go to tip number one if you're having a conflict with a business partner or um, someone who's um, at you know an equal level with you in your work or higher, the best thing to do uh, is to bring it up. But when you bring it up, tip number one: listen attentively. So this is uh, a major issue for everybody. Um, probably because our brain works faster than the mind. And as a, you know, as leaders in business, we're trained to have, we train ourselves, we train everyone to have a quick response quickly. Hey, respond quickly. Hey, make sure you get it. Hey. Um, but a lot of times it takes us having a piece of paper by our side, or, um, if you can making a mental note and while that person is talking, whether it's on the phone in front of them, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to write some things down so that I don't interrupt you and then write it down. And then say it after, you know, bring it up after um, they have finished saying what they wanted to say. But empathy is the key. And that is a part, the major part of empathy is listening attentively. This is even to people underneath, uh, underneath you in your, um, in your workplace and people over you. Empathy is going to give you the best response and allow you to actually get resolution and not just braze over anything. All right, let's come back with tip number two. All right, tip number two. Um, this one, I, you know, I had to take, you know, take it from the Bible. <laughs> this one is uh, a quiet answer turns away wrath. Um, and what I mean by this is a lot of people respond um, after listening, the way that you respond is very crucial to keeping conflict down or resolving conflict. Um, a lot of times in this, some people won't respond at all. They'll shut down and you have to remember that no response is a response, but also in the midst of that, um, a quiet answer involves uh, a few things. So when you're saying, um, after you've listened and wrote things down, not putting that person on the defensive, like, well, I would like, you know, I would like to see you, um, making it, um, very, uh, what is it? Um, asserting to them what they've done wrong. So, you know, someone that you have to address, you know, as a business partner, they're coming in a little bit later and you're like, man, I'm taking, you know, I'm having, I'm, I'm coming in and I need them to be here so we can be ready for when the employees come in and they're not, you know, you wouldn't go, you know, Hey, you're not showing up on time. 
Now you'll be like, you know, I would love to see after listening to listening to, you know, their everything they have to say is I would love to see you um, make an effort to come in because it's crucial that we prepare so that our uh, our team members or employees also know to prepare in the way that we prepare for we are the example for them. Um, you see that the difference is, is that um, you're not putting them on the defensive and they have to receive it. Um, and this is, you know, typically harder when you have someone that is not, that you can't fire. You know, you can't fire your business partner. I fire you. You're fired. You can't. <laughs> so the best way to do it is to really start trying to um, resolve the conflict, do address and address and address, do not be afraid to address, but you want to make sure that a quiet answer is the way that you address. Uh, another thing that I've learned from um, my pastor and his, and his wife is what they call the sandwich method, um, which I really think is good. And I've been taught this in many classes. Um, the sandwich method is start with something good about that person. Like, hey, I see that when you get here, you do a great job, but then you put in the problem or the issue and you say, but you get here late and that gives you lack of preparation. And then you sandwich with something else. So I feel as if, if you got here a little bit earlier, that you would be able, be able to be more prepared. You won't be so rushed and all of that preparation will make for a smoother day. So the sandwich method is a great method to use. All right. So on to tip number three. All right. So tip number three. So tip number three is something that um, I found works <laughs> by having to use it several times. <laughs> um, tip number three is time out, time out, flag on the plate and revisit. So um, with that let's say you you're in conversation or conversing with someone and you guys cannot come to a resolution. I mean, both of y'all are just steaming from your noses and your ears and you just really don't want to even look at them anymore. You want to call it quits, but you can't because you're getting paid. You know, it's just too much. Um, call a timeout. Um, typically you can make a timeout about 15 to 30 minutes, but don't make it so much time that it does not get addressed, but call a timeout and a revisit. Um, in that time, both you and your business partner, or even, um, some, uh, an employee that you want to keep in the company that is just off the chain right now, call a timeout and then come back and revisit. Um, I know this is really crucial for me because I'm me personally. I like to address issues quickly, um, but my business partner, one of my business partners, she does not like to address things quickly. She's like, "Hey, I need to like get work done, and I will, you know, come back and talk to you at the end of the day." I'm like, "No." So, and it and things like that, um, we have to sometimes say, "Okay, you want to talk about it now." I want to talk about it later. How about we take a timeout for about 30 minutes and we talk, you know, we discuss it. During that time, I have time to pray. I have time to, you know, really assess my thoughts. Is, am I just being petty? You know, <laughs> um, and then come back and say, all right, this is what I meant 
um, when we were having our conver uh, our conversation earlier. And then, you know, she can go forward and we can talk things out and everything is fine. But the tension um, has to leave the room. So take a time out. It's okay. They do it in sports. Business is a sport of a different kind, but it is. So take a time out and revisit. All right. Be right back with tip number four. So tip number four is all about being proactive. So if you are being proactive about uh, how you communicate, less conflict will come up. And this is done through scheduling meetings um, to talk about the things that are concerns. And you can talk about these things after other pertinent information has been discussed. So... um, Take for instance, you you uh, you have your morning meetings with your uh, with your business partners, and then you have your meetings with the your employees just to make sure passed down uh, the information is passed down, or those who are your your team leads or whomever is um, over the um, employees may pass down the information. So the best thing to do is. Um, before when you go into the meeting is to uh, make sure everyone knows the purpose of the meeting. Maybe this morning we don't need to talk about the new um, then we don't need to talk about the new things that we're putting out or the goals for the company. Maybe today we just need to discuss um, how uh, there is gossip going on in in our um, workplace. And that is perfectly fine. So with saying that's the purpose of the meeting, we still can take care of those things that need quick decisions. So put that at the top of your meeting list. Hey, these are the things that needs quick decisions. Um, we have someone that's coming in and they're they're wanting to change out this in the company. We're wanting to change the greens to the blues. Yay, nay, everybody puts that in there. Boom. Now we can take the uh, talk about the things that take a little longer in discussion. And as we're talking about those things, it'll keep all the members motivated motivated because taking care of tasks, uh, taking care of the checkpoints in the meeting minutes, you're going to feel like, okay, we're moving along rather than putting up, let's talk about gossip and we never make decisions about anything else. So after that, um, again, you want to end your meetings with reiterating everything that was discussed. That way everyone leaves with a clear vision of what was discussed and what is to take place. So, okay. All right, everyone, we decided to change the green to a blue. Um, he's coming in. We told, we don't want him to change anything, but X, Y, and Z. And for the issue of discussing, um, I mean, of gossiping, we're going to let everyone know that if we, if we find that you are gossiping, you are uh, subject to um, insubordination and that will lead to termination. You will be warned only once. Is everyone clear? Everyone's clear. All right. I'll see you all later. Doing it like that, everyone cannot say they did that they were not sure what was put out okay all right so let's get right into tip number five um be right back so tip number five is really interesting um (laughs) um you know when every all things 
fail and you really um, need to get back to communicating with this person. Tip number five is write about it. So it, it may sound silly, but a lot of things that cannot be conveyed verbally because, you know, one, both of you are prideful and you'd want to make sure that your point is heard and taken and the other person wants to feel like their point is heard and taken, then it would take one person really taking the time out to write a nice note, to write a letter um, to that person. I'm not talking about text, text messaging. Um, that is a text messaging can really lead to a lot of misunderstanding. So text messaging, no, you can even write a nice email, but, um, and again, this is really where you want to use the sandwich process. So sandwiching, 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 um, doing that, you will be able to allow time for both of you to humble yourselves, get over your egos and come to a consensus that both of you all can to agree to. Um, that consensus may be, hey, uh, I want to, you know, not say, you know, spilling it all the way out, but hey, I just want to go ahead and get through this uh, right here. And then you and I take a hiatus and we really talk and discuss everything. Uh, you know, hey, I guess I might have to go through it. Hey, I, I, it, whatever it may be, but you can write about it. So, those are the five tips for overcoming com- or five ways to solve conflict with your business partner. I even threw some ways to solve conflict with other employees and um, even bosses as well. So I hope that you understand everything that I put out just to reiterate. Look, this is our meeting. Just to reiterate, tip number one is listen attentively. Show some empathy. Tip number two was to a quiet answer turns away wrath. Tip number three is time out. Take a time out and revisit. Tip number four is schedule meetings, okay? Schedule them and talk about the pertinent information and make sure you reiterate at the end. And tip number five is write about it. All right, so if you have any questions or concerns or would like to hear more tips and strategies about personal experiences that I've had in business, please contact me at Coffee with Concrete Rose on Instagram. You can DM me. Um, you can also send me an email to contact at IamTheConcreteRose.com. Um, I will be sharing more personal information with making sure that you get your personal finances together, other uh experiences that I've had in conducting business that will help your business flourish because I don't want you I don't want you to repeat the same mistakes that I have made. Um I think that is the best thing is to learn from other people's experiences rather than re- reinvent the wheel. All right, I'll be right back with today's quote. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, Today's quote is something that I actually put into the tips of the day. It is from the Bible, because you can't quote the Bible. Proverbs 15, 1, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. I hope that you take that into uh, your lives and 
just meditate on those. You all, I really thank you for tuning in to another episode of Coffee with Concrete Rose, or today is Tea with Concrete Rose. Um, If you would like to learn more about today's episode, again, you can find me on Instagram at coffeewithconcreterose.com. I have some exciting news for you all. Um, I am I'm going to have I am the concrete up on September 1st. It is going to be a place where you can find your fall workout for with um with nutrition plans. Um and this is not by this this nutrition plan and fall workout is not for me. It's from uh, a personal trainer. Uh she is going to also have workout um videos for you so that you can um know exactly how to do the workouts. Um, also, I also have some, um, clothes that I'm going to be bringing to coffee with concrete roads shop. So I know, um, I have been having an issue with finding some really nice at the leisure, um, outfits that I could wear to the gym and take care of errands in, um, without spending almost $200 on an outfit. Like seriously, um, I'm, these are, I'm really looking at some products that are, you know, I don't want them cheap. I want them quality, but that can be affordable. So everything on there is between 50 to $150. Also, um, this also includes leather handbags. Um, and they're not, uh, with name brands that, but they are so cute. I've actually, these are items that you will see that I am wearing. Um, um, coats, boots, shoes, um, just things to for your business lifestyle and for your at the leisure or your lounging lifestyle because not all of us can dress like an Instagram model. Okay, so that is all I have for you today. Please stay tuned, support me, shoot your girl a DM, a text, or just say, hey, I love what you're doing. I support you. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. And it's tomorrow's Tea with Testimony. Love you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.